An analog of growth hormone releasing factor has helped to reverse the abnormal fat distribution that often accompanies antiretroviral therapy in many patients with HIV infection. At the 14th Conference on Retroviruses and Opportunistic Infections here in Los Angeles, Stephen Grinspoon reported 26-week data from his study using TH9507, a GHRF analog. The aim of the study was to reduce visceral adiposity, a known risk factor for cardiovascular disease, among these patients on highly active antiretroviral therapy. After his talk, I asked him about the study design and results. We administered 2 milligrams sub-Q a day of this hormone, TH9507, which is growth hormone releasing factor 1 to 44, or placebo, 2 to 1 randomization, active versus placebo, over six months. And what did you find? We found a 15% reduction in visceral fat, the primary endpoint in the TH9507, versus a 5% increase in the placebo for a net effect of about a 20% reduction compared to placebo over six months. And was there an effect of CD4 counts? That's a good question. There was no effect on immune parameters, CD4, or viral load in the study. And there was no effect of the CD4 counts in themselves on the findings? Yeah, we, we have not looked in a model to see whether uh, baseline CD4 affected result, but the question of whether we made, it wor made immune function worse or better, we did not. It was neutral with respect to immune function. At this point, do you see any clinical implications to this uh, finding? We do. I, you know, it's difficult to find a strategy that's safe and effective to reduce visceral fat. And this particular product is not yet available, but it's now gone through one phase three study and is in, is in the beginning of its confirmatory phase three study. So if the confirmatory study is positive, uh, there, may, there may be some motion to have this approved by the FDA as a new drug. And body morphology is of concern to many people, including uh, the patients you looked at. Did you question them as to uh, their opinions? We did. We did ask them um, their opinion about their changes, and we don't have those data back yet. For They're currently being analyzed. The changes that you did see, would they be noticeable to a person? Well, it amounts to a three-centimeter decrease in waist circumference, which I think would be noticeable. It's important, to, as you're doing, a focus on these metabolic abnormalities as increased CBD risk factors in this population. Because I think they're important. So besides the actual changes in body fat, what kind of uh, things did you see in terms of those parameters? Yeah, we saw improvement in lipids across the board. So we saw improvements in triglyceride, improvements in um, total cholesterol to HDL ratio, improvements in HDL, and improvements in cholesterol across the board. Did you look at people on various drug regimens, and is this generalizable to people on all sorts of anti-HIV drugs? Patients were very much like... Uh, all, you know, like the majority of patients on these drugs, um, primarily they were on a nuke and, and other and the protease inhibitors as well. Um, they were representative in that regard, and there was no hint that specific antiretrovirals affected the results. Stephen Grinspoon of Massachusetts General Hospital and Harvard Medical School in Boston. I also spoke with one of his co-investigators, Judith Currier, who chaired a news conference on metabolic and cardiovascular complications of antiretroviral therapy for her perspective on where future treatment with growth hormone releasing factor analog may be most appropriate. We need to see the long-term safety and we need to see what happens after people stop the medication before we can really determine where this is going to be potentially usable. The studies continued. There'll be a chance to see, what, you know, if this is a transient effect, if it's maintained over time, 
is it feasible, really, as a widespread long-term therapy? And I think we have to understand why people get increased visceral fat with treatment. And it, it, part of it is with advanced HIV disease, they have an improvement in their health and their some you know gain of weight, and it's deposited there. We're basically using a drug to treat what may be a side effect of other drugs, and it would be better if we could do things like get people to exercise and change their diet. But um, you know, over the long term, I would say no, it's not something you'd want to commit people to. But maybe a combination of approaches for a short period of time, you could get some beneficial effects, and then not need to continue it. So I wouldn't think that long term injectable therapy to reduce visceral fat is going to be something that people are going to want to do. But being able to see, you know, some impact is it's, it's good. And it may have implications beyond HIV, certainly. Judith Currier of the University of California, Los Angeles, talking with me here at the 14th Conference on Retroviruses and Opportunistic Infections being held in Los Angeles. For the Audio Journal of Global Health Issues, I'm Dan Keller.